Good Risings. I'm Marie Burns-Holzer, and this is Spoonful of Spirituality. This week, we're exploring how to process our difficult experiences and emotions in the spiritual space so that we can welcome the transformation that follows. Yesterday, we discussed processing our own grief in a private ritual as a way to release what we've been holding on to. Today, we're going to explore ways that we can do this for others. Now, everyone processes emotions differently and in their own time. What is hardest about supporting someone else through grief or other difficulty is that often we respond out of our own emotional discomfort instead of attending to their needs in the moment. I'll never forget a conversation I had with a group of friends years ago. One of the people came into the group teary-eyed and in shock and announced that their parent had died suddenly in their sleep the night before. After a heavy moment of silence, someone spoke up and said, well, at least they weren't in pain when they passed. I can still see the shock and horror that flashed in my grieving friend's eyes when that was said. It was well-meaning, but it landed like a slap in the face. Most of us don't realize that when someone we love is in pain, it makes us uncomfortable. And what we tend to say in those moments is actually about making ourselves feel better instead of attending to the needs of our loved one. This isn't an awful selfish thing. We are uncomfortable because someone we love is in pain and we don't know what to do. So we do the instinctual thing, say or do something to make ourselves feel better. Because if we say something that makes us feel better, our loved one will feel better too, right? Unfortunately, it's not that simple. We often make our loved ones feel worse without realizing it. And that's why so many people hide their grief, their pain, their suffering, because they don't feel seen or heard or cared for when their loved ones offer platitudes or minimize their loss and pain. What is more helpful, both for you and your loved ones, is to learn how to hold space. There's a false sense of urgency most of us feel around uncomfortable emotions. The reality is that most feelings will naturally run their course if we give them proper time and space to do so. Usually, the best thing you can do for someone who is grieving or in pain is to simply be there. As a minister, so much of my work is about bearing witness to people's lives. I've held the hands of so many people over the years. People about to get married, people confessing their darkest secret, people who are having a panic attack, people who are dying. And mostly what people want is someone to be there with them, to not be alone. They want to be seen and heard because when they are really seen and actually heard, the burden doesn't seem quite so heavy and some of the sharpest edges of their pain are smoothed. So as you go into your day, be open to the idea that sometimes the best thing you can do for someone who is going through a difficult experience is to simply be there and hold space for them. Let them feel and experience whatever it is they need to process without trying to fix it right now. Because the best solution for a lot of these moments is to know that you're not alone and that can be enough. I'm Marie Burns Holzer, and you can find me at Marie Burns Holzer on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you so much for listening today. 
If you enjoyed this episode of Spoonful Spirituality, please be sure to check out the other Good Risings offerings available in our feed. Now go be excellent to yourself and to each other. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.